Start a new transition in life, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Panta Kalhor Transition Channel. Episode 45 PTSD Self Healing Show Source Memory Healing with Edith B. Keys, Spiritual Healer and Life Coach. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. PTSD recovery has lots of methods around it and is not only one method. There are lots of healers, there are lots of psychologists and therapists that can help you to go through this together. And um, you probably heard about Reiki, you probably heard about uh, karma healing, but here I have someone uh, called Edith B. Kiss, and uh, she actually worked as a Reiki healer and a Sekim healer and source memory healing. So but for some of you, these concepts are so new as for, as for me as well. <laughs> so I really wish to know about these concepts and how she could help others to recover from PTSD. I'm so happy to have you here, Edith. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting. And yes. I'm always happy to talk about these tools, these techniques, because so many people has no idea that they can actually finish their struggles, finish their illnesses, you know, and pains, and, and then they can actually be again joyful and happy with these techniques. Yes, perfect. So tell me about yourself first, and how did you end up to become coach? And did you already have this problem like PTSD? And did you help yourself to recover from it? Yeah, so I... Um, when I met with the first, I started with Reiki and it was like 16 years ago, I had panic attacks. And then, uh, actually like how the panic attacks works is also trauma, which is actually caused it. But when we're talking about, uh, post-trauma things, like we think that the trauma, which already causing the illness is the trauma, which was the root, but it's not actually the root. The trauma, which caused the illness, the root is from childhood or the womb of your mother, or maybe from previous life. And then it's like piling up through attracted uh, events. And then how you react for that attractive events is when actually at the point, like you get to that point when it's become an illness. So might you think that, okay, this trauma caused me to get sick, but that's not the reali reality. The reality is that you had so much other traumas before, like starting from childhood, and then it's piled up to that level, then you started to experience mental or physical illnesses. So we can't really know what was the trauma which initiated it, because it's not the trauma where you first felt it physically in your body you know it was much earlier so did you have the trauma 
So I, when I got the panic attack, it was, uh, um, was because I was in a foreign country, I was alone, and then I had some strange feelings in my body, and I was like a hypochonder, you know, I was, it started to imagine like, oh, I'm heart attack or whatever you're having. Anyway, so, but I'm sure about that, that I started to having panic attacks, not because of that experience, but because I used to have similar experiences from my childhood, which I didn't know, or I didn't know it's connected, you know, at that time. And then I, I said, yeah, okay, I got the panic attacks because of this event, but that wasn't the reality. So what is happened that I uh, uh, got introduced to a Reiki master and then she started to heal me. And then after I was like thinking, okay, it's a very good uh, uh, tool to actually heal myself and help others. So I was uh, practicing it as well. I started to do Reiki one and then a year later Reiki two. I did the certificates, but I was always using it as like a hobby in the beginning. You know, like I was a petroleum engineer. So I was working in the oil business as an engineer, uh, sometimes on the fields, but then in the office work, you know, nine to five. And then I had also children. So it was like a hobby, where, like a sanctuary where I went away just for a couple of days or a retreat to learn something more, something new, like using my sixth sense, you know, or I was also helping out uh, in family constellation therapies when we were solving like uh, family karmas or, or other issues in the family. And uh, so during those time, I was more focusing on my engineering work and this was a hobby. And then what happened is that um, uh, I, was, I was overwhelmed. I overworked myself because I, uh, as I went up on the ladder, you know, the, the corporate career ladder, I had more and more responsibility, uh, more um, stress and more work. And then actually I, I realized that I spent not enough time with my children and then I felt overwhelmed. And then I said, okay, that, that's it, I want to have a break. So actually I took, uh, I, I actually uh, quit my job and then I packed up my family, that time my husband and my children and we went to New Zealand and we wanted to actually settle there because I heard of the work-life balance is better or whatever. <laughs> but I was already a Reiki master that time. So I did my Reiki master certificate before we left because I had no idea if I come back or not. And then I wanted to do it with the same master. So, and then when I went to New Zealand, uh, there we had lots of time to be together. Sorry, where have you been? New Zealand. No, before New Zealand. In Hungary. Hungary, oh, okay. And also in the Netherlands. So I was working in Hungary first and in Europe in many countries. And then uh, we moved also to Netherlands for a while because I was working for Shell. And then we moved back to Hungary and then we moved to New Zealand. And in New Zealand, we spent seven months and it was like an amazing seven months spending lots of time with the children in a nice area. And then I also had lots of time to healing myself. So I used that time like six months to to heal myself with the strongest reiki master um, signs and then eventually after six months um, i started to have some spiritual awakenings like uh, bigger than before you know and then that was when i started to lose weight because i couldn't eat certain food anymore like unhealthy foods like for example dire uh, like milk products you know and uh, white flour and so i got like a deep programming in my brain so anyway from that point i lost like 20 kilos in 10 in 10 months 
because of those, you know, because I changed my dietary and because I changed my diet. And then I also started to move a bit more because I was lighter. It was easier, of course. So because of that whole transformation started, uh, we moved back to Europe, but we moved back to Hungary, but I didn't go back to corporate anymore. I was a contractor. I worked on my time schedule, you know, when I wanted, where I wanted. So already started to feel like more liberated, more happy, you know, and then because also my body changed and I opened up more, I just realized that as an engineer, I was living in a box, you know, like when, when you don't know about anything else because you're doing just that work. But as soon as exactly, I, that's the same thing I felt when I work as a software engineer, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly the world opens up and then you see the digital marketing, the, the cryptocurrency, the everything, which is like all available, like opportunities. And so, um, and then I started to feel like I want to help more to people as well. And then I started to practice like meditations, but that time wasn't the same as I'm doing now. It was like just the beginning. And then I also felt like, I don't know my past. I was still struggling, you know, like engineering or healing, engineering or healing. It was like three, four years, ago, three years ago, four years ago. And then I joined a, a life coaching, uh, um, how can I say training? Yeah, a life coach training with two life coaches from Saturday Prime there in the US, uh, two brothers. And uh, I was with them for a whole year. And I actually, in that whole year, I was, my vision got cleared, you know, and then it was also the year when I met with the Karma Guru uh, in, in Hungary, because in that time I was in Hungary and the Indian Karma Guru came to Budapest for a training. And I was just invited to translate, you know, the, the program and translate the booklets. I, was, I wasn't about like to join or I didn't know about it, you know, what it is. And, I, and then I thought then when you are a Reiki master, you, you are able to heal, you know, a lot. And then I thought like it's the top of my career in healing, you know. And then when I got there and then at first I heard this Samadhi meditation, I was like, wow and then i heard the mindfulness he's teaching you know about the subconscious reprogramming and then how we need to focus on the positivity i felt like home you know i felt like finally i'm with, with people who i'm thinking the same you know then so i was very great to be in that uh, place and i was there for like a couple of hours i didn't take the course i was a couple of hours and but already the world started to change around me suddenly some messages was coming to me and then I was like started to open up my purpose like what I have to do and then like breadcrumbs you know when the God putting down breadcrumbs and you're picking it up and more and more is getting clear your way so already from that meditation and then I went again I was again invited to translate the Guru's healing to a Hungarian person because they didn't speak English and and the source memory healing when you do it you communicate continually with the client so I had to like translate like one and a half and a two hour sessions. And it was again, an amazing opportunity to see how the guru itself is healing, you know? And, um, and then uh, eventually uh, I had the, the clear vision that I have to move to London to heal people. That was the message, you know? And then I left my husband, uh, I divorced, and then I took my two children with me. So we came to London, it was 2018. And then I established my healing business. And um, yeah, so, and then I also finished the course actually before we left. So in, in May, we, I finished the course, the advanced and the, and the first uh, course and the advanced course. And then I came here as already a karma healer and the Reiki master. 
And uh, that's how I started my healing business because I had the clear vision after doing Samadhi meditation. You know, when you do Samadhi meditation, you actually activate your pineal gland and your third eye. So you see more clearly your future, you know, your purpose. So when people have blocked their third eye, that means that they are fearful and they can't see clearly the future or the vision, you know, they don't believe, they, uh, they are more fearful. Yeah, so when people is uh, un feeling uncertain or feeling um, fear to, towards the future, it means that their third eye is blocked actually. And then that's, I think that's what happened to me, that my third eye opened through this meditation. And that's okay. why. So let's just go step by step. You have okay. lots of knowledge about different things, but uh, yeah. Um, all right. How Reiki and karma healing can help PTSD uh, patients? What yeah. I realized about this two um, process that Reiki is with Reiki, you need more time because it's, it's actually uh, raising your vibration and your self healing starts with Reiki. And, uh, but you need to be conscious every day, not ruining back that high vibration because uh, when the, when the, um, Reiki master, Reiki practitioner, raise your vibration. Then next day you start to think negative again, you lower your vibration. So that's why it's like, and you need to be conscious, always keep your vibration high because that's when actually the healing is gonna have uh, the best effect. So the, and the Reiki, if you already have like severe illness or, or you know, severe depression, then you need a lot of Reiki healing, not like just one, two or three. Like when you have a little anxiety, you know, or a little stress, then three Reiki healing is fine uh, for a while if you can keep yourself conscious, you know. Uh, but if you have a severe uh, depression, you know, or severe issues or addictions, uh, you need a lot of Reiki healing. So that's what I realized with the Samadhi meditation and Zerth memory healing, that it's much more powerful and the results are more effective. Like, like the whole healing is like, uh, the sessions are much more powerful than Reiki. And that's okay, why- Okay, hang on, hang on again. So yeah. you talk about Reiki. What exactly Reiki do? Like, uh, do you do energy healing with yes, Reiki? Yes, so the Reiki is when the practitioner invokes the energy from the universe using universal energy or light, how you call mm -hmm. it, and then you project it through your hands. So okay. I can do distance healing or I do face-to-face -face healing. I prefer distance actually. And then, uh, so when I you know, like energy is coming from my hands and is going into the client. So what is happening in that time is actually the energies are intelligent. So they know where to go and what to heal in the body. So it's not just raising vibration, but it is actually kind of specific because many times my clients telling me that, oh, I literally felt like you pulled out something from my head or I literally felt that my my stomach was like waves going around there. And then, you know, like they felt like buzzing here or buzzing there. So wherever they needed, you know, the energy to work on them, it started to work at that point is I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not do with Reiki. I don't control anything. It's just, I am just a vessel, you know? And then how I am able to, what I was able to help is that bringing myself into a position where I can uh, actually project the, the, most powerful energies 
Like, because I'm vegan, I am gluten-free, I don't drink alcohol, I don't smoke. So I'm so pure that I can connect very well, that I can invoke more energy than others. So that's why my Reiki healing is more effective than others. It's like 30 minutes because the energy after 30 minutes is gone. Because, you know, when the energy feels it's ready, they're gone. So it's, I'm not controlling it. Um, I'm just a vessel. But what, what I'm saying is like, since I do Sekhem and since I do the karma healing, my energy healing with the Reiki got much stronger because I was able to, um, able to transfer my body for, for a vessel what is much better for the energies, you know, to, to work with. And okay, then, uh, so now yeah. get back to karma healing. What okay. is karma healing? When you say karma healing, do you go back to um, past? Or like, uh, what do you call do? karma healing? Because, but the karma healing is, includes many things. Karma healing can include um, ancestor defect release. It can include uh, past life uh, relief. Or it can include um, also um, DNS clearing or... Uh, karmic depths release, you know, this kind of thing. But uh, what is the part I'm more, uh, I'm more uh, like, I like to use it more is the source memory healing, which is when actually, first we need to samadhi meditation. That's the most important basic things because when you do samadhi meditation, your brain is getting into delta brain waves. When you activate- so what, is, what, is, what is it called? Some, uh, what is it? Samadhi, Samadhi meditation. Samadhi meditation. I never yeah. heard about it. That's why I asked. Yeah. So you could, might you heard about transcendental meditation? Because uh, well, I know that the transcendental meditation, they also use the eighth chakra and they also activate pineal gland. And in this meditation also, the Samadhi meditation, we activate not just the seven chakras, you know, which is in the body, but we activate the eighth chakra as well, which is the soul star chakra. And then we actually invoke the light into the and into your brain and then we activate the pineal gland. And then when we activate the pineal gland, we are able to bring the brain into delta brain waves. It's like the deepest sleep, but you are not sleeping. So uh, you are still awake. Might you feel a bit um, dizzy or you feel a bit sleepier, but it's just your brain waves. You feel so calm, like the chatter finishing, you know, like you have always chatter in your head or you're always thinking about something. But when you do this meditation, you feel like extreme calmness, like it's emptiness, like, wow. <laughs> and then when you are in that point, that's when we can actually start to communicate with your unconscious mind. Because, you know, the mind is like, you have the conscious mind, you have the subconscious, and then you have the unconscious. So like your, your conscious mind is about like 10%, your subconscious mind is about 90, and then the unconscious is like one or 2%. And then what is actually, what is in the conscious mind is your uh, goals, your activities, your uh, analytical thinking, you know, when you, when you need to think something through, that's what you do with your conscious mind. And then you have the subconscious mind when you are actually have your habits, your belief systems, your fears, your memories. And then the unconscious mind is which holding your guilt, your, your shame, uh, your sorrows, your grief and your traumas. So we need to go to the unconscious to release the traumas. And then that's what we do is like when you are in Samadhi, you actually ask your unconscious mind that, okay, this is my issue now. I feel anxious. I feel fearful. I feel worried. I feel this. I feel that. 
please bring me back to the memories or collect the memories and bring me back where I had these um, same emotions. So then you're going to see the memory coming into your mind and then you see the memory that you are there. Maybe you are two years old or maybe you are in the womb of your mom, you know, or maybe you are in a past life. That also happens to my clients. And then we see the circumstances, we see who you are with, you, you actually talking to me, you saying like, okay, I see my mom or dad, we're doing this, we're doing that. And then we need, we need to actually, again, find the emotions in that memory, and then we can release it. So then I help to release, and then we can actually make a closure on that memory. And then we step to the next memory. So usually a session is about like five, six memories clearing from the same emotional uh, issue. And it's one and one, two hours uh, is the session. And mm -hmm. it's very powerful. Uh, next day, people sometimes feel a bit fatigue and uh, some they need relaxation, a lot of water because actually we're releasing cell level issues. We release, we're clearing cell level, we're clearing DNA level. And it's, it's a bit sometimes exhausting for the body. That's why I like to mix it with Reiki. So in my transformation packages, I also offer Reiki with the karma healing together. So I start with Reiki to bring the patient into a level where they already feel positive, you know, and then their, their body is more energized, more, more cleared, you know, from some, some blockages. And then we go into the karma healing and then it's much easier for them, the karma healing when we do Reiki before. It's not, they don't have negative effects about it then. That's good that you know all of them. <laughs> you know when you can use it, when you can customize it, that's perfect. Uh, so, is PTSD recoverable? I believe that with Zer's memory healing, yes. Because also with my panic uh, attacks, I can tell you that I did the Reiki and I even I was a Reiki monster and I was Reiki myself. I still had attacks sometimes. It maybe get less and more controllable, but I still got attacks. But when I did the sessions with the karma healing, I, I got healed. So that was a much uh, deeper, much deeper relief and then much, um, what can I say, profound uh, technique to, to so, relieve. So you say source memory healing, right? Yeah. So is it really, um, and you work with karma healing together? How does it work together, like source memory healing with karma? It's healing? just uh, my guru. Uh, called this process source memory healing, but uh, it's, 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 I could say it's the same as karma healing, but he called this as a source memory healing. Karma healing is a bit extra. As I said, it includes other tools. As for example, in, in karma healing, uh, we also love to do the accessor defect meditation, which is a separate meditation when we release accessors from our aura and the effect of accessors of our life and then from our DNA, the belief systems and everything, because many times you, you don't know why, but you can't even do what you love to do. You just feel blocked, you just feel stuck. And then it's because of the source defect. And as soon as I, I start to meditate with the people and then they start to do the source defect meditation, suddenly they are again open to do the things they love, you know? And I had, for example, clients with addiction issues, and then uh, when they did this meditation, after they just 
started to live much uh, clearer, much better. They they didn't drink uh, that much, and then they started to live for their their um, purpose, you know. And then uh, other thing is the karmic. Yeah, sorry, what is an, uh, ancestor healing? Ancestor healing is. You can imagine everybody has lots of ancestors, like from thousands of years, you know, and then those ancestors sometimes die in uh, situations when they were um, in sudden death in, in, in a battlefield, you know, or whenever. And when you die in a sudden death, the soul doesn't know how to leave your body. So the soul sometimes is still around here. They're not released to light. So we need to help them to go to light. And this meditation is actually help them to go to light. And until they are not uh, helped to go to light, uh, they are around and they're bothering the people of the family who's are alive. And then uh, what is mean bothering is they don't want to do anything bad. They just want to be unknowledged. They just want to be unknowledged and be and helped, you know, but people don't know how to help them. So when, for example, you lose a family member and then you pray for them, right? That's a very good thing. You need to pray. You need to put out candles. You need to give them all the gratitude, you know, and all of these things to help them to go to light. And then when you don't do that or when you don't do it profoundly, you know, then they stick around, they hear and they, they need help. And that's, that's what uh, also some other spiritual people can do, like uh, helping uh, for spirits to go to light who's stuck here on earth because they bothering the people who's alive still in their family and then they block them from happiness. They causing sometimes issues and uh, that's the one thing that's what we can release with this meditation and then it also in your dna you're carrying all all the effects all the belief system what they had you know like for example probably you know that in family line you can inherit like the cancer or you can inherit uh different illnesses like the granddad had the same illness then the dad had the same illness and the child had the same illness because it's in your dna and then it's coming from your ancestors and it's not just because your chromosomes and stuff like that. It's because of the belief system, because how they operate. So when, when so the certain way they react for things, you know, you, you see it how your father does, then you do the same way. And then when you get into these beliefs, when you experiencing the same belief system and you live with the same habits, obviously you get into the same situation, right? So because you see that your father is smoking and then you are also a smoker or, or you, he doesn't do any sport and you doesn't do any sport. So it's like, uh, or actually also about the emotions, like how they react to in certain situations, you react the same way because that's what you saw. That's what you saw in your family. And then your reactions over in your environment is causing the emotional issues and the emotional issues is, is causing the blockages in your chakras. And that's what how actually, because the chakras are connected to your uh, glands Every mm -hmm. chakra in your body, uh, your seven chakras is all connected to glands. And then when they are blocked, they actually blocking uh, the, um, the glands to produce sufficient hormones into your body. So your, it, uh, so your well-being is in jeopardize, you know. So that's what Reiki is actually helps and the Samadhi meditation helps to deblock the chakras, to let it flow, the life energy flow you through flows through you uh, freely and then that's when you feel more uh, empowered more joyful more liberated 
so that's why I like to combine all of these things because <laughs> I because I tried it on myself, you know, and then I realized that I need all of them to be healthy and healthy. That's good. So, uh, what about the triggers? What do you do when, uh, like PTSD patients, always have triggers and they have yeah. to confront? Yeah, that's why I'm saying that yes. until until you don't clean the issue with source memory healing, you're going to get triggers because that's you attract all over and over again until you actually don't confront with it like profoundly. You don't go deep into the unconscious mind to release it. So um, definitely, yeah, like when you have triggers, it's, it's very hard. It's, you need to deal with it. And then until you don't release it from your unconscious, then it's going to come because you're going to attract it all the time. You're going to piling it up. So in other meanings, uh, it means we have to, it, in other words, it means we have to process the trauma. We need to go yeah. back. We need to go back to the roots. Yes, always. exactly. Other the than that, like one of the problem with PTSD survivors <laughs> is that like I had PTSD as well. Like I didn't know that I had it, mm -hmm. but I had a bad accident and I, it uh, repeated in my mind all the time. But one of the things is some of the people, some people even don't talk about it. They try to keep silent and uh, they try to avoid it. But so when they confront triggers, then it's happened again and again. Yeah. So they may be silent for years and nothing happened to them. But the same, I mean, similar even happened to them. And then again, yeah, I mean, you could, you could, like, if you are extremely conscious, and then if you are able to, you know, uh, um, how can I say, even to able to be away from those kind of things, so I trigger you, that's fine, but it's extremely difficult, I'm sure, because might you got triggered from noise, then might you moving to the mountains or what, you know, like, then you need to go away from everyone. If you got triggered from crowd or crowded people, you know, or, or some harsh noises, then you need to move out to a, uh, to a, uh, I, I don't know, a barn, <laughs> not to actually experience that. So it's very hard uh, not to get the triggers because they are the part of your life, what actually triggered you. Like, and then how you are, how can you be sure that you're getting into a relationship and you're not getting the triggers? Is that's why you attracting actually, that's why you get triggers because you are attracting over and over again, the same events to, to say like- I follow you, exactly. Yeah, yeah, hello, you need to release it. You need to release it. You're gonna get this until you don't release it. Exactly. So you can't really go like away from your triggers. Yes, I like that. All right, do you have any program, any website, freebies for my audience? Yeah, so uh, my website is my name, is editbkiss.com. And on my website, I always write blogs. So there are some useful information in my blogs. And uh, I have a lot of programs, <laughs> which is actually... Uh, they can book it from my website. Freebies I have on Facebook. So also in my Facebook, I am Edit B Kiss. So it's easy to find it. And uh, I have a Facebook group and it's the Healing Emotional Traumas. It's called Healing Emotional Traumas dash um, Karma Healing Samadhi Meditation. And you can actually uh, 
ask me to let you into the group because in the group I have free meditations, free samadhi meditations, free, uh, free ancestral, ancestral defect meditations, and also uh, free manifesting meditations. Now it's coming the, the full moon, and then it's uh, and then and when you have new moon, I always use these meditations, these manifestation meditations, and. Um, uh, I have also posts there to explain how this works, you know, the meditations, how to prepare for these meditations. So it's very, very useful uh, things are there, yes. But people can already use to get more healthy. Yeah, thank you so much. So do you have your recommendation, your last sports, especially for people who are living in COVID? I know there are lots of PTSD and post-trauma issues. Even after this COVID is going to happen to many people because they are isolated. They, they, are, they don't know where to go. They cannot even keep, uh, uh, they cannot even connect with their families, you know. How so can you do I, yeah. yeah, what I recommend is actually, yeah, this, I'm sure everybody is saying that stay positive, stay positive. Okay, how to do that? Connect with your, with your family and with your friends through Zoom, through calls, you know, through um, telephone or video or WhatsApp. Just get connected all the time. Talk to them. My mom is more than 80 years old and she's in another country, but we still call each other on Messenger nearly every day, you know, and then we talk like half an hour. So not to, so because otherwise she would be alone. So it's, it's possible to actually get connected, staying connected through, um, through the Wi-Fi, you know, through messengers. That's one, one thing which I really recommend. The other thing is that people, so your present is not determined by your past. Your present is determined by your future. If you are actually looking forward to a positive event in the future, then you are more likely to be happy right now. So when or plan something ahead and put some goals, write down your, uh, what you want to reach or dreams. I mean, to dream, it's, it's a very beautiful thing. It's a very good thing. And then uh, I recommend, especially now this weekend that we're gonna have this full moon. <laughs> and so to write down your goals, everyone, everyone should have goals more than what they're doing that day. They should have a goal. They should have a goal about relationship goal or financial goal or just lifestyle goal. Put down your goals and then put down what can you do to reach them. Might you are unable to reach your dreams, but you can make like uh, closer goals like which are not big as your dream. But your dream, you can put it on a vision board, like put out a vision board with your uh, vacation or with your loved one or, or something what, you, what is your big dream, what you want to see every day on the wall. But then put, on, put baby steps like goals for yourself, what, what you want to do every day to reach your goals. If you want to get a new job or if you want to travel somewhere or, or move somewhere and then start to work towards that, like uh, look into the internet, find solutions, talk about it with people that, oh, I have this idea and that idea. Don't talk about, don't talk about it to people who is negative. Talk about it with people who's actually supporting you because then they're going to come to you like, oh, that's a silly thing. Then you're going to get again down. So don't talk about it with, with people who is not positive. Then just keep it for yourself if you don't have positive I energy. Totally follow you. Yes, exactly. Especially yeah. when you have bigger dreams that is very big for others. They always downgrade you. 
yeah, so it's yeah. better you don't cutting your cutting your wings, <laughs> cutting yeah, your yeah, wings yeah. that you can't fly. So obviously that's my recommendation that what can take you forward from your day and that can make your day much better if you look forward something great. You maybe book an event with someone or you call a friend and say, look, we have a lockdown here actually in, in London, so we can't even meet in, in places, but we can, I already booked an event with a friend, like, look, when the lockdown is over, it's going to be actually in six days, then we're going to meet. And then I'm looking forward to that thing, like, oh, I'm going to meet with her finally. So, and these kind of things is stimulating you positively. Because if you're always thinking about the past, like, oh, what happened to me? Oh, I can't overcome it. Or no, past cut. <laughs> always think about the future. Build your future. Build yes, your future. beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Edith, for being here and be part of the show. I wish you lots of luck, especially for, for this uh, coming holiday. And yes, thank you so much. Yeah, it was also a pleasure for me. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.